Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Niche on Niche. After uh, a week hiatus, a uh, 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 holiday hiatus, we are back. Happy New Year. Uh, I guess happy holidays too, or not anymore. Um, but so glad to have you listening, uh, whether you are done removing your tree or you are uh, at the at your desk or maybe in the car. We appreciate you for for listening for pressing play um i'm here with my other co-host i'm rachel i'm derek and um yeah we're so glad to be here so rachel and derek how was your guys holiday week weekend week um christmas and new year's for you guys it was great so nice to have some time off especially for rachel who's been grinding so hard (laughs) we've been taking some fat naps in the afternoons. oh yes So really just enjoying the time off Um, because even my my doctor's office closed too. So we were chilling. Oh, yeah. Like even today, we had our big New Year's um, food. So we had tokuk, which is like the rice cake soup. Traditional Korean New Year's food. Yeah. We and then uh, a couple hours later, we just slept for about what, two hours? Knocked knocked (laughs) out deep. Wow. Really just embracing that whole time off oh, kind yes. of attitude, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. For sure. I don't know what's going to happen to us once we have to get back to um, uh, our regular schedule. Our geez. bodies are probably going to hate us. I'm not ready for that. I know. <laughs> I know wow. I needed it. But yeah. What about you, Shane? Um, it was, it was um, like, it just felt like a typical week for the most part. <laughs> Uh, like I said in the last podcast, I spent the holidays uh, by myself. So it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a nice time to just kind of, I guess, do my own thing. I went for walks every day. Nice. You know? So, you I know, did just see, I got some messages about you being, um, exercising. Hey, you, you said, oh, Shane just completed a goal. You uh-huh. saw that. Uh-huh. I <laughs> see open, you. Open walk goal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> new year, new me, you know, new year, new me. Um, but yeah, I've been taking walks every day. Luckily. Uh, even though we've been getting rain like every morning ish, um, there hasn't. It's been like sunny, so yeah. that's been great to to like get out and uh, and walk and uh, and yeah, just have time to myself. Uh, you know, did a little cooking, did ate a lot of frozen foods this week, mm. um, but but it's good. You know, it was good to have Facetime the family, Facetime mm. my grandparents today, so that was great. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, a different holiday, I'm sure for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just grateful that, you know, was able to, like, have a holiday, right? Have have a time that, you know, even though I can't do with family, at least have that time to appreciate. Um, but, yeah, can you guys believe 2020 is over? Like, we're in t- we're recording this on January 1st. Oh, I my know. gosh. It's already 2021. I realized that as I was making the newsletter yesterday. And I was like, holy crap, this Saturday is the first Sabbath of next year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I I didn't get used to like writing my dates. You know the strangest thing is like when the new year hits, writing the slash 2020, that yeah. kind of mm. sensation. Like I think because we were just last year was just so wonky. Even writing the year 2020, I never got to experience it that much. <laughs> so now somehow we're already on 2021, so it's going to be even crazier for me on the dates that I'll be writing that I'm going to be writing 2021. Like it just, everything has been a blur. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's felt like 2020 felt very fast and also very slow. 
like i don't know about for you guys but 2020 felt like three years in one year mm. yeah and i think i think we talked about this in geo's podcast too um but it just seemed like like yeah like you can break it up like we had january and february where it was you know yeah 2020 brand mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. and then we got like that slight covid news and we were, we were like jokingly talking about it yeah and then and then covid hit we had the lockdown and then summer started to like feel good right mm-hmm. like you guys got engaged and then you got married mm-hmm. and then the year was still going <laughs> and uh and yeah and then we're back kind of on lockdown again it just it just feels like three years wrapped up in one yeah yeah and even though we're on a new year you know new year same us right mm-hmm. <laughs> new year same us there we go that's the phrase <laughs> i still remember that first sabbath where pastor G was like okay we're gonna stop welcoming each other because of covid we don't want to have people touching each other too much and prevent the risk of spread and that was in like february i remember being like oh i mean like you know that's kind of cool he's being a little progressive but you know we'll we'll see what happens boom next month never see each other ever again <laughs> Yeah, you know what's crazy is like that first, I think the the two Sabbaths or like the Sabbath up before we went lockdown because we went, we went on lockdown right after John and Crystal's wedding. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And I missed that Sabbath right before because I had to go down to to do it. So I hadn't been to church in like, and I think I went to Hawaii in like the oh, end of February. That's right. Yeah. So I went to church like maybe once in March, <laughs> and yeah. So it's it's just so weird. Like I don't even remember pastor even saying that because i don't think we were i didn't think i was there at that point Mm. and so yeah it's just so crazy kind of and then we also talked about how we were thinking about like doing outdoor service and then now that got shut down (laughs) and it's just it's just crazy with uh yeah that's you know 2020 in a nutshell i guess right yeah and we were just talking we were just talking about like how there are so many small things that we miss like at, at church, I miss seeing the little kids. Mm. I miss seeing or hearing like the footsteps and the shuffling and then like the murmuring of people just in an, in any given space. I miss that. Like I can't, I'm, I have such a vivid memory of this one child <laughs> in particular named Noah. And I all I think about is him just laughing and like running toward me and like, Luna! I'm just like, when will I ever get that ever again? I don't know. It's been so long and it's just I can't I can't even imagine that happening in 2021. I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely like like being away from like a physical church for so long really makes you appreciate a lot of like the quirky things of our church yeah right whether it's just like the like not having not having enough like storage but i just wish we were at i just wish we had something we we had a place we could go to yeah Yeah, like just all the small problems like you don't even care anymore you're just like i just wish we could be there right yeah (laughs) like like i remember like uh man they they you know that church because we shared it they they control the heat i remember one sabbath it was just so hot (laughs) and on our side and we're just trying to like ask them to like hey can you turn it down and they're like oh we can't and we're like what the heck 
Um, but it's like it's just like those things that we complain about. But now we're like, man, I'd rather be burning. Yeah, at a church so I could just see people and we can hang out and um, do all those different types of things for sure. Yeah, I guess that one one highlight of the holiday season was that we were able to see some of our church people again. Um, mm-hmm. We had a little um, New Year's get together. We were on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much the whole evening until midnight and we were playing some games and just having a good time. Oh, and yeah. we've been doing that occasionally with the church people, but I think because I posted it on Facebook and Slack, a lot more people joined than normal. Um, it was nice to spend time with like Esther Garrity or like David and Jen Sao mm-hmm. and just to like have conversations and have fun with other church people that we don't always do. Yeah. Um, and to hear about them and see their kids jump in from time to time. Yeah, it was so cute. It was a little speck of church that we, we don't always get. Teeny tiny speck. Yeah. Teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what's funny about that is like <laughs> I, I totally missed that whole Zoom thing. <laughs> because yeah (laughs) so like so here's my excuse and you probably won't believe my excuse so when Mm -hmm. i moved and it's like like i got my phone a while ago so it's like Mm -hmm. there's no excuse to not have everything on my phone exactly Mm -hmm. but i don't have slack on my phone or like i have slack but i haven't logged into it just because i don't know my password oh my (laughs) right um i don't have facebook on my phone Mm. um it's i only use facebook just just because it was like a time waster yeah and then cacao talk for some reason i'm logged in but then when i reopened it it said i had to re-log in like the chat was still there but it hadn't updated until i i guess re-logged because it was a new phone oh. right so but you know what's the funny thing is so at around like 7 30 brian texted me a photo and it was like him geo and liz uh james and Jeannie. i think uh joyce and pavel were in that box too and he sent me this. I'm like, oh, dope. You guys are having a little Zoom thing. And, I, and in my head, I was like, man, how come I wasn't invited? <laughs> I was like, I was like, how come I wasn't invited? Well, I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy that says like, oh, TFTI, right? Because, mm. you know, maybe this was like a young adult event. And they're like, you know, maybe, you know, I can have, maybe I should have had my own event. And so I was thinking like, man, I was like, it's all good. I mean, <laughs> it's okay if I wasn't invited. And then, and then you guys texted me that night and uh, we're like where were you I yeah we were and i was all like, there having fun for like five hours i know i was like what <laughs> like i'm on i'm like i'm on here on google looking at the countdown by myself <laughs> and then i see your guys text and i'm like oh my goodness i'm gonna go to sleep like i can't go back on and then i look on facebook and i look on everywhere because i did see a notification from that like, Derek posted something on facebook mm. but I, I thought it was just a newsletter mm. so i was just like i was like no nah, i don't need to look at that today <laughs> <laughs> thanks thank you <laughs> hey you're welcome at least i look at them right <laughs> so the moral of the story is no excuse as <laughs> no to excuse. why you didn't show up <laughs> yeah no excuse but i wish i wish i was there i wish i was there i, I really do regret it it seems so much fun <laughs> yeah we were there when we we're looking at the time I mean, we had logged on a little bit later, but from our end, we said we were logged on for four plus hours. Oh, wow. And there were some people that were that started before us. And people stayed on after us. Yeah. Too. So, I it mean. Is. Maybe they're still going. Yeah. <laughs> it's a party. It was a party. <laughs> it was really awesome. Was. That's really awesome. It was really awesome. cute. Yeah. It was lots of fun. That's great. Uh, well, hey, just, um, I guess that was such a light note. And I, I think to. I don't want to say continue theme because maybe our reflection of 2020 may not be so light, but there's mm-hmm. some things that maybe there's some positive things to look at it. Um, and maybe, yeah, that's what I kind of want to 
kind of focuses on the positives from 2020. And, you know, for for all of us, like, what is something that you guys could take from 2020? I mean, a lot of things happen for you too, but I mean, you can say about your marriage or uh, anything, I guess, that did um, stick out to you or any lessons. And, and I, I can go first, um, I guess, while you guys ponder that thought. Um, but for me, for 2020, it was just such a it was such a like a smack in the face in terms of just like how I need to adapt towards like ministry in a in a mm. different way. Mm. And cause like cause you know, in, in youth ministry or just any type of ministry, it's like personal interaction is the heart of it. Yeah. Right. Mm. And like I remember leading up to the lockdown, like I was I was meeting people for coffee. Uh, you know, we would have events after church and all those different things. And I think we were really like getting the ball moving with a lot of things. And then when the pandemic hit, it smacked me so hard in the face. Like I, I like I couldn't adapt so quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's re- really that's like that's something I really had to learn for myself. And that's something that I think I appreciated from 2020 is, you know, just learning on the fly. Right. Learning to just adapt with or work with what you have, right? The situation and 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 just how not only important human interaction is or personal relationships too, um, but just that, like, you know, anybody or everybody wants to have some way of hanging out, right? Mm. And, you know, for me, I think for a little bit, uh, it was, I always thought like, oh, it has to be something big on Zoom for people to want to hang out. Um, but mm. it could have just been anything and right? it could have just been, uh, like we watched the last dance, like Derek and I with some with some high school boys. We watched the last dance. What was it like ten episodes? Yeah. Oh my god. And, and yeah, and like it was always like four of us, and it's crazy just like how we we craved personal interaction. We craved um, just watching sports together, and that was like the mm-hmm. only sports that we could watch <laughs> yeah. at that time because everything all sports shut down, yeah. right? And so watching so watching a basketball documentary that happened, you know, twenty years ago, <laughs> right? And and it's just those small things, uh, and that's something for me that I was able to take from twenty twenty, and hopefully I can build on uh, here in twenty twenty one. But yeah, like what what about you? What about you two? I mean, for me, it's definitely been, um, like, def personally, Derek and I, we've there were so many blessings in 2020 for us, like getting engaged, getting married, and also during this break, we were um, looking at apartments and like getting apart, getting in a getting a place. So I can't speak New Year, <laughs> um, and then like, like looking at furniture. So for the two of us as a new family, there have been so many wonderful things. You know, I could go on and on, but I think for me professionally, it was just interesting to see, like you said, Shane, how much I had to adapt um, and how quickly that needed to happen. And just every interaction that I have with people and the students that I work with, it was so important for me to be very intentional with everything that I was doing. And that was really hard <laughs> um, because it's how can you prepare yourself to be intentional for every little thing and every little interaction that you're going to do? First, starting with first graders who like barely have the hang of technology 
and then later on with fifth graders who are these preteens who can easily walk away from the screen and do something else instead of learning. So professionally, it was really, really tough, but I had a lot of great guidance from my mentors. Um, I had a lot of friends also in education who were very supportive of me. Um, So it was learning how to adapt, learning how to use technology um, and learn to really love it and thrive using it. So um, definitely adaptability and me being able to jump through hoops, mm. <laughs> like pandemic hoops. <laughs> I feel like, pandemic sized hoops. Yeah, I was like, okay, I, I'm okay. Mm. Um, yeah, but one downside of that is for sure, like I still haven't had that full classroom experience mm. because the majority of it has been through distance learning. Mm. So it's like, I don't know. I know I can get through a lot of teaching scenarios now because I want, I, you know, I dealt with the pandemic, but then it's like, uh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. How about you, Derek? Um, I think, I think there's two things for me. I think one big thing that I keep thinking about this year is that life goes on. And like, even though there's so much craziness going on, even though we're stuck in our houses and we feel like, um, there's nothing for us to do. Like people's lives are still going to keep going on. Mm -hmm. And this was really highlighted to me when I realized that Haram is going to college next year. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my gosh. Cause it feels like we're in a standstill kind of, but obviously he's, you know, getting older and he's moving on into a new life stage. And I'm like, man, we never had conversations about college and being able to help him through the process. And you know what? He's working a job. He's going to be getting his license soon. Same thing with so many of my other friends who I've seen getting married and all these other things that are happening. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't take the time to check in on people, life is going to go on and so many things are going to pass you by. And so it's so important to be intentional about your interactions with others and to really reach out to those you care about. So that's one thing for sure. Um, another one is that, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> you were just went in real hard on that first one. <laughs> yeah. i mean that first one was great it was amazing so was, reflective i totally had two things in my head that i was ready to say but are just totally leaving me now. <laughs> i guess i guess they it just was not as relevant right i yeah. guess not i guess not maybe that maybe i really had one thing and that was that was the big mm-hmm. thing i'll 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 let you know if i remember <laughs> i love that <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think, you know, I was going to... Oh, also... I remember. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Sorry, there, we go. Okay, there we go. Um, I mean, the second thing is definitely from this podcast. I feel like just jumping into something that you're uncomfortable with is is great. And I think I was so averse to doing this podcast and you guys were amazing in convincing me to do this. And I really feel like it's been a learning experience for all of us. Um, I knew that I didn't like talking before and I still am not in love with talking, especially talking about myself, but I know that I love learning about other people and I love listening. And that's something that podcasts are great for. And so because of that, it's been such an amazing experience for me. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And I think on the lines of what you're talking about, Derek, you know, on this whole podcast uh, journey we've been on, cause it's been since what June, I think we started. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been a minute. Like we've been doing this for a minute, right? Mm. We're on season three. I mean, granted, we. Should, I mean, granted, it could only be one season. Mm-hmm. We broke it up, but, um, but yeah, Derek, on on what you're saying, on you know, like, 
being vulnerable or like opening yourself up, I think that's something like I learned about or learned to do for myself. Um, and just like, and I just realized like how this podcast is really, I ho- think brought us closer to a lot of our church members who are our guests, who are often our guests. Uh, Cause we hear stories that we probably wouldn't have heard um, unless we like really spent the time with people, but who has time for that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so like ha- uh, getting to, you know, talk to people about their stories um, you know, their struggles, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the Pavel episode we had, um, that was something I was not expecting whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Pavel was like the most vulnerable person that we've had the most open, oh, yeah. um, that he can be. And, and that really showed just like how much more open I need to make myself to other people and you know, definitely not be like a, a total open book. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but show people, um, that there's, um, you know, realness to who I am, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to just Shane, uh, the youth director or mm-hmm. um, Shane, you know, the person who does the podcast, right? Just more, mm-hmm. more, more, there's more to me. Yeah. And I thought that's something that, you know, I really took from our podcast, right? Because at first it was just like a, a thing to talk about or to do to talk about what was happening, uh, you know, during the time with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And who knew where this journey was gonna take us? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it's crazy. Um, I think to see just kind of the growth and and you know not only myself but just you two in in our space here, and hopefully we can really grow it more in twenty twenty one. For sure, I think it's. I had a thought while you were talking about vulnerability and how you feel you want to be more vulnerable and more open, but also understanding that, you know, it's not going to be completely an open book. And that's something I, f- I struggle with quite often and bringing this back to vulnerability, right? Um, we want to normalize struggles. We acknowledge that everyone has a struggle in some way. Um, and we want to kind of create this atmosphere where it's totally acceptable to share these things with one another and that we are still loving and encouraging and supportive. Mm. So something that I'm struggling with is this idea of how much to share and how much to ask of others, Mm. because not everyone may be as vulnerable. Mm. Um, And I know there have been past church members where they didn't feel like coming to church anymore because they felt like there were too many eyes on them. Mm. And they felt like they were being judged. Mm. And when I was having conversations with these people, it's like, okay, so what was it about, you know, the interactions at church that were happening that made you feel that way? And, you know, a lot of it was like, you know, they were asking about like my relationship status. They were asking about what I'm doing with my life. And on one hand, I was thinking, you know, if you want to get to know someone, you kind of have to ask those types of questions. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you or if it's someone that you haven't met in a long time, but you've you've had you have a relationship with the person and you're trying to catch up with them. Like, you know, those are types of questions that you would ask that may come off as a little personal. Um, so, again, this perception of asking questions and trying to get to know people, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. So I keep struggling with like. Where am I? Like, where do I stand in this line of vulnerability for people? 
and in the church community, how how do I deal with that? I don't know how to come off as, hey, I'm you know willing to share my thoughts with you and I want to kind of get to know you, but how do I come off as not too nosy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I th- and that's something I struggle with too, right? Um, I think, like, I think we've all struggled with kind of that side of like how much to open ourselves or to to talk to other people because you know we we like categorize our groups right mm-hmm. like we have our friends right who are yeah who are probably from school right because mm-hmm. that's who we mostly interact with from mm-hmm. right because a lot of my uh close friends are from school but also from church right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like oftentimes when you're with people uh whether it's with youth when you're growing up you're like oh these are my church friends mm-hmm. or yeah. you say oh mm-hmm. these are my friends from school mm-hmm. or oh these are the people these are these are my coworkers. Right. Yeah. Everyone's categorized in a group. And it's like, you know, I feel like for some people, it's really easy to to like group everybody in a group. Mm-hmm. Like like for for me personally growing up, right, church like was people I just hung up, hung out with all the time. Right. Like Amos mm-hmm. went to school with me and he went <laughs> yeah. to church with me. Like I yeah. like I couldn't tell him like I couldn't be like, yeah, this is my friend from church and school. Like, no, mm-hmm. This is Amos. This is my friend, right? <laughs> um, but there'd be moments where, like, I'm with school people, and then we run into, like, say we run into, like, I think there's one time I was at In and Out with a coworker of mine at MBA, and I think I ran into like Rachel. I, I ran into church people or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, these are my church friends, right? But you know, I totally could have just said, these are my friends. <laughs> these are my dudes and dudettes. <laughs> yeah, these are my dudes and dudettes, right? And I and I totally get it. Where you know you bring up that question for yourself, um, because as a as a as a person in youth ministry, right, like you kind of get into that that um, gray area of like, mm. you know, how open do you f- be? You know, how open are you with uh, the people you minister to? Mm-hmm. How open are they? How open are the people you know you minister to you? Right, mm-hmm. um, and I totally get that whole vibe, and I think it's like really breaking that barrier of of groups right like those yeah. categorized groups mm-hmm. right because you can you know with family there's there's a st- certain threshold with school friends i'm sure there's a certain threshold and then with you know church friends i'm sure there's also right that mm-hmm. level there's different levels yeah. to it and i think it's really just trying to break those barriers but which is so hard yeah. right mm-hmm. it's so hard to like really break those barriers if especially if they don't want to you know break those barriers yeah yeah and especially with with i feel like in 2020 a lot of us have so many different kinds of insecurities Mm -hmm. that it can feel uncomfortable when someone's asking about something that you're not comfortable talking about like i know i try to be as open about me doing bad in college as i can Mm -hmm. but it's still never fun to talk about you know (laughs) even with you guys or my family um, and so I know like we want to be able to show love to each other and we want to um, find the best way to care for each other. But we have to figure out a way to do that while also being respectful of the struggles that people are going through. And I guess having a natural way for them to open up about their struggles. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess just flat out asking them about it is, I mean, for most people, not definitely the way to go about it so yeah. i don't really know what the it, better way it's, is again it's social situations are different for each individual so mm-hmm. there's no one way to go about it mm-hmm. right 
anyone can come up to me and ask me any question and I'll answer it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just the type of person I am. Mm -hmm. I'm not the type to shy away from something unless it's like a super personal question, like about like my medical history or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe even with that, I'll tell you. You I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it depends on the person. And Mm. I guess in my mind, I was thinking, you know, it really should be the atmosphere that we create as a church community that, you know, we don't come off as judgmental. We don't come off um, this. We don't come off as nosy. Mm. And I was thinking, okay, so then what does that look like to me? And I'm envisioning kind of like a very homey, um, like dinner mm. happening at someone's house. And then I was like, oh, wait, hold on. We can't do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> So like scratch that. Um, so what like what what is the the foundation? What is the basis of that? Because I'm really like it b- brings me down when, like you said, Shane, we become categorized as that. Um, like fa- it kind of like a family member where you just kind of like want to hide things from. Like you you don't tell them everything that anymore. Aunt, that uncle. That auntie. That uncle. Sure. You know. And, you know, for those of you who have blocked me on social media, you know what I'm talking about, you know, oh, like, like <laughs> or, 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 or just hide their story from you. right? Or Yeah. Or like, but I get it. Like, I'm, I understand that I have become that auntie figure for some of them. But then it just makes me sad, like, oh, what kind of auntie did you think I was? Mm, or, you know, sure. I thought I was cool enough. Or I thought I was open enough that that would be fine and that you would perceive me as, oh, she doesn't care. You know, like she won't judge me for it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, again, sorry if I called you out. If you felt a little something, you know, I still love you. I still love you. And just know that I get it. But at the same time, it's a little sad. Yeah. And I think a little bit of it is like, we need to eliminate this idea of like, you are perfect when you go to church or like you need to be like your best self when you're at church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I really like, that. Like when we go to church, like everyone dresses nice, right? When you go to mm-hmm. church, like you're, you have to be in a good mood, right? Like mm-hmm. church is for the broken, but really like when we present ourselves at church, we are supposed to be like uh, the highest of highs, right? Yeah. Like we have to be the best of best. Like um, I, I don't know about you guys, but like when I was younger, um, like I would get into arguments with my sister and then my parents would be like, like, hey, no fighting before church, right? Like, mm. we need to be happy or something like that, right? <laughs> like, put a smile on your face. Yeah, put a smile on your face, right? And 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 I think that's something, like, we grow to kind of just adapt to, right? Um, like, I go back to the Pavel thing. Like, every mm-hmm. Sabbath with Pavel, and granted, we didn't have any Sabbaths with Pavel during the pandemic, but just uh, before it, like, every Sabbath, like, he he's, like, the happiest dude. He's, mm. you know, he, like I said, he dabs me up. He, you know, we like, we hug each other. Yeah. It's mm. always like, how's it going? It's good. It's good. Right. And we always say it's good, but is it really good? Mm. Right. And it's because we're, it's, we're presenting ourselves as like a, a heightened version of ourselves. Right. Yeah. Like, mm. just like you see in movies where, uh, you know, like that celebrity is, is playing themselves, but just a heightened version of themselves. Yeah. Right. And mm. that's what we're doing every day at church. Cause that's just kind of, how we've kind of adapted and grown to do is to put on the best version of ourselves when we go to church. And I think that's what leads to like when 
people feel insecure about it because they're like, oh, well, I can't bring my problems. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. like, don't ask me about my relationships because it's not going well. And I don't want people to know about that because mm-hmm. it seems like everyone else's relationships here are doing so much better, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to put in that situation. I feel like that's kind of like, like one of the things that we as a church and just like it, as a whole, not even like our church in general, just like every church is yeah. to just eliminate eliminate this idea of like, you know, bringing your best self to church yeah yeah because that's because that's just not authentic um it's not right Mm. yeah i feel like that's kind of the nature that the way church is set up right now because when rachel when you were saying how we need a different environment like i could see myself being way more vulnerable with you guys in someone's house on Mm -hmm. someone's couch than with someone at church and i don't know I honestly don't even see that ever changing. I don't know how I could go up to someone during potluck. I mean, it just depends on the situation. For me personally, it would be more small groups. Like if it was Mm -hmm. two or three people, you know, that I could feel more vulnerable. So maybe we need to create more of those small group spaces because I don't really see a lot of people who are willing to be vulnerable in in front of a crowd or something like that in front of everybody and again social gatherings it's really touchy subject like and i get that there's a lot of you know social anxiety when it comes to these types of things and when criticism about you know small groups is if you're just confined to one group right that means only a hand select people would know about you Mm -hmm. but what if there's somebody else in another small group who really wants to have a relationship with you Mm but they feel like it's kind of hard to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't seem there's no organic way for that relationship to come about. And I completely get it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been in those situations where you ask somebody, oh, how's your day or what's up? And so I was like, oh man, it's so bad. And you're stuck there for like 15 minutes talking about, you know, the life story or whatever is going on in their lives. And it's just like, I don't know what that's supposed to, I don't know what, yeah it's just in my mind i just keep going in circles and circles of what social dynamics can be like how i could foster that in a church setting within a church building versus in somebody's house or at the park somewhere Mm. or it's just it just doesn't seem as straightforward and i still have a hard side hard time making sense of it i I mean i don't know i would actually disagree with what you just said because you you said if someone's there and they say things aren't going well and you're stuck there for 15 minutes that's actually what we want we want people to open up okay but the thing is it's like not everyone is willing to do that yeah yeah i'm willing to do that Mm. but not everybody else is Mm. right Mm -hmm. i might be willing to be really open and vulnerable and thank you for catching me on that so Mm. that i can explain my thought Mm -hmm. um but I was like, whoa, I'm not opening up to you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What I meant was, like, I might be receptive. I might be willing to sit down with you and hear what it is that you're struggling with. And I might be willing to share with you how I'm really doing. If somebody asks me, oh, how are you? You know, just because somebody says, how are you, doesn't necessarily mean they're ready to hear what I'm really struggling with. Mm. So how do you go about dealing with that? Mm. You know? And that's the thing about social dynamics that's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely not an overnight fix, right? It's yeah. like we can't we can't find a code, we can't look it up on Reddit to like give us the answer. <laughs> so that's what that's what I do with every question. I was like yes. I go to Reddit 
because Reddit gives me all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's I think it's just being intentional, right? And I think hopefully as more people are intentional about their conversations, uh, about their actions, um, then it can lead to more uh, to a more open space, right? Um, and I think that's just like a little part of like the the solution, or I guess the the to the equation, right? That will solve it. Because, like you said, it's like we can talk about it, and we can like ponder for hours and hours, and and we might like go back into the circle, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. on it. Um, but yeah, and I think so. I mean, yeah, it's like I think like what we do here is like we're very intentional about it, and mm-hmm. I think having that space where people can come and 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 be open, mm-hmm. right, to to share their struggles, to to. Um, to share about what's been going on as opposed to the typical answer of, oh, it's going good. My week has been good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, has it really been? Right? Mm-hmm. How yeah. has it really been? And, I, and I, you know, what we've done the past couple of weeks is we've been talking about what we've been struggling with. And I think that's really mm-hmm. kind of, we're trying to make that um, normal, right? We're trying to make mm-hmm. that, we're trying to make that a, a real conversation to be had as opposed to like, how's your week? Oh, it's good. And yeah. then, like, okay, great. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, we can all say that and move on. Yeah, but, and then you're you know. and then you're crying in the shower later, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not that I'm yeah. doing that. Not that I'm doing that, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it could happen. Um, but yeah, so I think so I think, you know, for me, like in 2021, um, that's like one of my hopes is that mm. as as a as a church or just in my life in general, um, I can be more intentional, uh, be more uh, you know intentional with my actions in my conversations uh to let people know that i'm just not there to ask them how their day is and just to hear good Mm -hmm. right like if your day is bad you know i'm here to to listen Mm -hmm. um you don't have to worry about um feeling like oh because your your week is not good because this way i'm gonna judge you in some Mm -hmm. sort of way like that's that's your life um everyone's on a different different journey um so just to wrap it up real quick what are some things that you two are looking forward towards 2021? Whether it's just improving yourself, maybe it's just hoping for something in 2021. Um, what 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 is that for you two? I would say going off of what we were just talking about, um, the goal would be to be available, but not prodding, and have people know that I'm going to be there for you. And maybe I'll ask, and it's okay if you don't feel like talking to me. Like I'll keep asking, and if one of one out of three hundred sixty-five days you feel like opening up about something, um, that's totally fine, and I'll be there on that day. Um, but on a larger scale, I have a lot of other things that I'm really excited <laughs> about this year. Me and Rachel, like we mentioned before, are trying to get an, an apartment. Um, we applied, so hopefully things work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be applying to PA school, Ooh. and so I'm going to have to do a lot of soul searching and writing personal statements and getting letters of recommendation from people. I feel like applications, especially for college and grad school, are always definitely times where you have to reflect a lot. Yeah. I think we learned that from Micah is that he was super reflective during that time. And so I'm going to have to do the next level of soul searching yeah. um, as I'm writing out these essays and and doing lots of prayers. I'm hoping to get into PA school for the next phase of my please, life. Yeah. Please. Somewhere in California, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> A 
hey, never been. So maybe <laughs> can't, it'll can't be great. Say. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, um, yeah, I it's again this idea of being intentional and being there for people. It's something that I've constantly struggled with, and I continue to struggle with. Um, and there was a moment where in a small group once. I had shared with the group that it's something that I struggle with and I don't know how to be more than just that person that's like, hey, I'm here for you because I've been that person. Like, I'm here for you no matter what for so many years. And um, and in my friends, in their my friends' minds, they know I'm that person that's always there yet I'm never the first person that they'd come to to talk about something that's going on. So I was having conversations like, what can I be doing about that? You know? Um, And someone said that, you know, create the opportunity yourself. Like, yeah, there are times when you can just be that person and gently remind them that you're here for them, but just create those opportunities yourself Mm. to have those conversations with people and again virtually it might be different you know um physically it could be like hey let's go grab some coffee on this date or whatever but virtually i don't know what that's gonna be like so i think i also need to do some soul searching i'm done with school for now like i'm not like Derek. i I don't have any more scholarships or anything like that to write write about so i'll be doing some soul searching in a different way but thinking of ways that I can create opportunities for people to have more meaningful comfort conversations and be in, more intentional. Maybe that'll be our theme for 2021. Intentionality. Right? Maybe that's Love what it. it is. Love it. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Those are awesome. my hopes. Yeah. And I think hopefully all those things that we hope for, uh, you know, come to fruition, right? And that's just... That's just the way we got We got to pray that that we are blessed that way and that 2020 <laughs> doesn't repeat itself. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> you mad? No, well, let's not imagine. Let's not put that. Let's not put that energy out. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there is there anything else you guys want to um, bring up or um, ask? Or? I just want to thank our listeners. Thank you so much for, you know, going along this journey with us. No matter which episode you started with, um, no matter how many episodes you listened to, we appreciate you being here with us, learning with us and growing with us and, you know, taking in some experiences and stories and just doing life with us. We appreciate you and we truly love you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye, 2020. Hello, 2021. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to all our listeners. Uh, we thank you. Like Rachel said, like Derek said, we're, we're so thankful that uh, we are on this platform and that there's actually people who want to listen to us uh, on a weekly basis. And we're excited for more content to come this year. And hopefully we don't take longer breaks uh, so that we don't lose <laughs> half our listeners. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Uh, if you do want to be a part of our podcast, let any one of us know uh, we would love to have you, whether you just want to talk about what's been going on with your life, uh, maybe maybe things that you learn or uh, things that you want to share about. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but thank you so much. We can't wait for the rest of this year. 
We're praying for good things and amazing things for everyone. Have a good rest of your day, evening, wherever, whatever, whenever you're listening. We thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next time.